the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed, it is the Bob France Authority. Good morning to you, and thank you so much for joining us as we get underway at seven minutes after the hour of nine o'clock on this Tuesday morning, the 27th morning of the 11th month of the year of our Lord, 2018. Coming up in one hour, Daniel Horowitz will be joining us. Peter Kersenow is unable to join us for his regular Tuesday visit. He will be with us later this week. He's got a little bit of a scheduling snafu. Daniel Horowitz. A senior editor at Conservative Review will join us to talk about the latest on the caravan, the latest on the left's lies, and the latest on Supreme Court Justice, Chief Justice John Roberts and his war of words with President Trump over activist judges. Of course, no doubt you heard at the end of last week, I was not on live on Thanksgiving Day, of course, and on Friday, Black Friday. But uh, you heard uh, the Chief Justice going at President Trump, suggesting that there are no such thing as Obama judges or Trump judges, that all judges are, are honest uh, uh, jurists trying to do the very best they can with the, uh, uh, with the law and the Constitution. And, of course, it is hogwash, literally 100% hogwash. Remember, this Chief Justice, who is a Bush judge, yes, that's right. There are Obama judges, there are Clinton judges, there are Trump judges, and there are Bush judges. He is a Bush judge, of course. He's the one who decided to find, somehow, some way, that Obamacare was indeed a tax, despite President Obama saying it's not a tax. He did so for the purpose of greenlighting the Obamacare bill into law. Uh, so he is an activist judge himself, the Chief Justice is, and for him to suggest that there are not Obamacare, or, or rather Obama judges and Trump judges, would beg one question. And if I was President Trump, who I did think respond, uh, responded to... Um, uh, Chief Justice Roberts, appropriately, if I were President Trump and I had to add one suggestion to that, I would have said, ask him this, Mr. President, 
If there are no such thing as Obama judges and Trump judges, then why did the Democrat Party just go ballistic trying to stop Brett Kavanaugh? He's obviously very qualified. If there are no such thing as Obama judges and Trump judges and Bush judges and Clinton judges, why did they try to destroy a man's life and career with phony uh, uh, sexual assault allegations? Of course there are uh, judges, especially when you consider the fact that uh, the American left has nominated so many of them who do indeed act or uh, legislate rather and are activists on the bench rather than just being constitutional originalists. But Daniel Horwitz has written a great piece about that, and we're going to talk to him about that as well as the caravan. Chief Justice Troubling, or Chief Justice Roberts, rather, troubling comment is far worse than you think. That's Daniel's latest piece, and he will join us at about uh, 1010. The caravan marches on. Those who are not yet at the border and at, uh, up in, uh, outside of the San Ysidro port of entry, uh, they are still marching. There are still thousands who are on the way, and guess what? Another 1,000 in a separate caravan are reportedly behind them. They continue to come to the United States. They continue to ignore uh, offers of asylum by Mexico, which should by, in my estimation, by definition, disqualify them. They are no longer seeking asylum from the nations in which they lived. They are in a different nation and have found it. And they are choosing to come to the United States illegally and without need for asylum anyway. Uh, but here's the latest from Fox News. Helicopters still circle from time to time, but it's not as intense as it was Sunday. National Border Patrol Council Vice President Joshua Wilson defended the agent's use of tear gas on hundreds of migrants who, he says, threw projectiles at them and tried to breach border fencing at different points. The truth is that they're going to probably become more common just because of the news coverage they're getting. And these groups that are organizing these, they love the news coverage. They, they love to play the victim card. That's why they send women and children up front. But advocates for the migrants say they were just protesting peacefully over wanting to claim asylum. President Trump has said Mexico needs to do more and deport them and that he will shut the border down. And, which is absolutely his right and absolutely, quite frankly, his obligation. It is something that I think he should do. The time has come to make that decision now. Now, let's go back to the part about pushing the women and children up front. Border Patrol agents down there, uh, uh, again, at the San Ysidro Port of Entry and at the border along on either side of that, down near San Diego, revealed in interviews such as the one that you just heard that, yes, not only are the cowardly, phony asylum seekers, I refuse to call them migrants. I just, I can't do that. I cannot call them migrants. I will call them invaders. I will call them criminals. I will call them uh, phony asylum seekers because they're not seeking asylum. I, I just cannot just accept because a migrant, there's nothing wrong with being a migrant. Migrating from one, you know, a land to another land with the permission of the land to which you are um, um, uh, moving is, is, is normal. It's okay. It's fine. And, it, and it's, it's certainly something that this country is built on. There's nothing wrong with migration. But this is not migration. This is invasion. So in these interviews, uh, they, uh, the Border Patrol agents re- uh, reveal that these uh, invaders storming the U.S.-Mexico border over the weekend, especially on Sunday, were literally using the women and children that you have seen in, in those pictures. There, there, there's one in, uh, particular individual picture that uh, uh, is being used to gin up anger against the Trump administration to gin, and to gin up um, 
uh, uh, pity and 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 sadness and uh, and outrage for the the the, uh, the the immigrants, the the invaders um, of the woman dragging her two children. And I think they said that they're barefoot, but I do see flip flops on them. But diaper clad, flip flop wearing kids dragging them and running away from what is presumed to be tear gas at that point. Um, we've seen this over and over again. These cowards, in addition to cowardly throwing rocks and bottles at the Border Patrol agents, grabbed those women and children, as few as they are, and there aren't many. Because this, this horde of you know 500 up front and 5,000 or so in the rear uh, that are a part of this caravan uh, have been reported by multiple news agencies to be vast majority, and we're talking mammoth majority, 75 to 80 to 90 percent men. But they are grabbing the few women and children that there are, and they are pushing them out in front of them and using them as human shields as they launched rocks at the agents, knowing the agents could not fire upon them, knowing the agents could not could not shoot or or beanbag or rubber bullet or anything else to them because the kids and the women are in front of them. So Border Patrol did what they should have done. They unleashed tear gas and pepper balls to disperse that crowd and make it back off so that they would stop throwing rocks and bottles at the agents. These projectiles are the, the, the part of the story that the left will not tell you. The left will not tell you this. If you watch MSNBC and if you watch CNN and if you watch the other network news agent or news uh, outlets and of course if you read the Washington Post and other places they are painting this they are framing this as the US and its heartless ruthless uncaring uh, sadistic border patrol launched tear gas at women and children specifically because they were women and children. They target women and children for simply, quote, protesting outside of the U.S. Uh, um, port of entry. That's how they are phrasing this. That's how they're framing this. It is obviously 100% false. It's fake. It's fake news. Now, the good folks at the Daily Caller have put together a piece. They have a normal piece called Unfake the News. And they try to bring the truth, uh, you know, from out behind the curtain where the uh, left wants to keep it. And they did a, they did a piece on uh, unfaking the Border Patrol tear gas story. It is worth the four minutes that it will take us to listen to this. You're going to hear stories from the New York Times. You're going to hear stories from the Washington Post. You're going to hear how they're painting this in order to paint the Trump administration in as bad of a light as possible. Please give this a listen. By now, if you follow News in America, you've seen the photo of the woman wearing the frozen T-shirt and she's got her two little kids in tow, trying to drag them away from the tear gas. That's the image that President Trump's critics want you to see. But it doesn't exactly tell anywhere near the whole story. On Sunday, hundreds of Honduran migrants ran across the border, attempted to get into the United States, and began throwing rocks at Border Patrol agents, pushing the women and children up to the front of the crowd as the men threw rocks from the back. But that's not the story you're getting in the press. As of Monday morning, with the tear gas having been lifted, you saw things like this. Some saw it as an opportunity to try and force their way into the United States, and that's when things really fell apart. Hundreds of Central American migrants rushed the border and tried to climb the fence, prompting U.S. border guards to fire tear gas in an effort to push them back. Some of whom tried to breach the fence, while others threw projectiles. 
In response, U.S. Border Patrol officers fired tear gas canisters at some of the migrants. You see that? They just gloss right over the fact that projectiles were being thrown at our Border Patrol agents. And that's not the only place it happened. The Associated Press with a story. U.S. agents fired tear gas as some migrants try to breach fence. Here's the lead. U.S. border agents fired tear gas on hundreds of migrants protesting near the border with Mexico on Sunday after some of them attempted to get through the fencing and wires separating the two countries. And American authorities shut down the nation's busiest border crossing from the city where thousands are waiting to apply for asylum. Did you notice that there was no mention of any rocks being thrown in that paragraph? That's right. People just attempting to get through fencing and wires separating the countries face down tear gas canisters. This Associated Press story says nothing about the rocks that are being thrown at Border Patrol agents. That's a lie by omission. Shame on the Associated Press for leaving it out. The New York Times pulled the same stunt in their coverage. The top of the piece reads as follows. Migrants in Tijuana run to U.S. border but fall back in face of tear gas. A peaceful march by Central American migrants waiting at the southwestern United States border veered out of control on Sunday afternoon as hundreds of people tried to evade a Mexican police blockade and run toward a giant border crossing that leads into San Diego. In response, the United States Customs and Border Protection Agency shut down the border crossing in both directions and fired tear gas to push back migrants from the border fence. Huh. That's weird. No mention of projectiles being thrown. No mention of rocks being thrown. No mention of three Border Patrol agents being hit by those rocks. Let's go to what the Border Patrol actually says happened. Here's a clip. Uh, the group immediately started throwing rocks and debris at our, at our agents, taunting the agents. Once our agents were assaulted and the numbers started growing, we had you know two or three agents at a time initially facing hundreds of people at a time. Uh, they deployed tear gas to protect themselves and to protect the border. So at least three agents were actually struck by rocks, but they were uh, they were in tactical gear. We did have a few vehicles that were damaged, some windows and, and quite a few dents, uh, but none of the agents were seriously injured. So in summary, the big lie this week is that Border Patrol agents were looking to harass and scare to death the women and children who were crossing the border from, from Honduras using tear gas, using pepper balls. But that's just not the story at all. The reality is many of the people who were crossing the border on Sunday were looking to assail those very agents. And they had no choice but to make sure to protect themselves and push the crowd back. Once again, the press is writing the stories they wish were true because they hate President Trump. How about you stick to the facts? The American people can handle them. Amen to that. That is exactly correct. An outstanding job there by the Daily Caller, uh, pointing out the fact that the, and the, you will not see that on the mainstream news. You will not see the story that the rock throwing and the bottle throwing is what prompted the use of tear gas and pepper balls to disperse that very violent crowd. And you will not also find out what the border agents are telling you. That the mainstream news will not tell you this. That the the attackers, the the marauders, the invaders who were throwing the objects and the projectiles at the border patrol agents literally used women and children in front of them as human shields. And President Trump, who pointed that out yesterday, is being assailed by the left, claiming that he is making it up, that he is telling lies. When he talked about the children grabbers at the front, they will grab those children and take them with them, first of all, to try to get in, saying, this is my kid, and second of all, again, to uh, hide behind so that they will not be, uh, you know, face any kind of return fire or any kind of other punitive action for uh, their physical assaults on the border agents. So we are just getting ramped up here. There is so much more to go. A Democratic senator telling one of the most bald-faced lies about the immigration issue and the asylum claims at the borders. We'll play that for you, get some reaction to that and of course 
We'll open up the phone lines to you at 216-901-0945 or 888-281-1110. It's the Bob France Authority on AM 1420, The Answer. You. Attention, social justice warriors. If you're looking for a safe space where your delicate ears won't be offended, this isn't it. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420, The Answer. So you have obviously heard the American left going off the rails as it pertains to the issue down on the southern border, particularly outside of the San Ysidro port of entry near San Diego uh, and in Tijuana. And you have heard the left claim that the President of the United States and his border patrol using tear gas was against women and children. I'm looking at a a uh, tweet, and yes, I just cannot stand Twitter, but it is what it is, and we have to deal with it sometimes. I'm looking at a tweet from Alyssa Milano. The American left, of course, encompasses Hollywood, and we all know who Alyssa Milano is. She's one of the vagina hat wearers at the Women's March and all of these types of things. And she tweeted about President Trump that, in fact, I can't even say it, to be honest with you. I'm look, Literally, as I look at it, I can't read it on the radio. It is filled with vile, horrific curse words. And it's just filled with hate for the President of the United States. But the gist of it is that you gassed women and children. And on Thanksgiving, you evil blank, 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 blank. Words I can't say on the radio, okay? And it's just so, it's so infuriating and it's so, but it's also so amusing in some ways that they honestly think that the internet doesn't exist and that we can't go back and pull up facts. From other times, that they think this is like, you know, what's going to be embraced. The Trump administration used tear gas on women and children at the border. As, as if this is a new development that has never happened before. And all you gotta do is take a look. There's an article that was put out yesterday by the Washington Times. Simply for the purpose of clarity. The same tear gas agent that the Trump administration is taking all of this criticism from the left for, including idiots like Alyssa Milano and those in the uh, of the Hollywood elite class. Uh, the very same tear gas agent that the president, uh, well, that the border patrol used. The president didn't order it. The border patrol does what they have to do to protect themselves when they're being assaulted, as pointed out in the clip that I played for you before the break. All right. It has actually been used fairly frequently, including more than once a month during the late years of the President Obama administration. This according to Homeland Security data. U.S. Customs and Border Protection has used two, and I will not read the scientific names of the uh, uh, tear gas units, but it's chlorosomething, malosomething, CS is the, is the abbreviated designation of it. Since 2010 and deployed it 26 times in fiscal 2012, Obama, 27 times in fiscal 2013, Obama. The use dropped after that, but was still deployed three times in 2016. Again, Mr. Obama's final uh, full year in office. Use of this tear gas um, rose again in fiscal 2017, which was split between Mr. Obama and Mr. Trump, and reached 29 deployments in fiscal 2018, which ended two months ago, according to CBP data seen by the Washington Times. If you average that out, again, President Obama, well, 
Again, I'm not sure he's not sitting in the Oval Office calling Border Patrol and saying, fire the tear gas. But the Border Patrol had to use tear gas to disperse crowds of people trying to, uh, uh, you know, advance their way into the United States across our border more than once a month. And no one complained. Not a word from Alyssa Milano. Not a word from MSNBC. Not a word from the Washington Post. But now, as they literally stormed 500 strong trying to storm the border by throwing rocks and bottles at agents to get them on their heels so that they could not physically stop them from coming through the barrier. Remember, there was a hole in the fence there as they stormed uh, the, uh, the, the American border. As they did that, um, they, uh, the Border Patrol did the correct thing the responsible thing, the only thing that they could have, and that is to try to disperse that crowd, which is exactly what the tear gas is used for. So Obama has used it in those circumstances more than once a month during at least a few years of his presidency. That's number one. And number two, American police uh, departments use it against American citizens on a regular basis when there are rowdy, out-of-control, rioting crowds that need to be dispersed. It is a common tactic. And they're acting as if this is some sort of violation of convention or, or of uh, uh, chemical weapons bans. This is how out of touch these people are. we got more for you coming up right after this on AM 1420. Nine thirty-five. The Bob France Authority on AM fourteen twenty. The answer will open up the phone lines this half hour. If you would like to get in, this is a great time to do it at two one six nine zero one zero nine four five and triple eight two eight one eleven ten. Coming up next a ha- uh, half hour uh, at about ten o five, we're going to be talking ten ten probably. We're going to be talking with Daniel Horowitz, senior editor at Conservative Review, about all of these issues regarding the border and the caravan and why it is that Democrats insist upon lying in order to score political points using the uh, invaders from Central America who are ignoring and violating U.S. law to try to come to the United States without need of asylum simply because they want to take advantage of the glorious opportunities that this country provides while not waving the flag of this great country that they want to come into, but waving the flag of their oppressors, waving the flag of the nation that they hate, waving the flag of Honduras. Think about that for just a moment. They don't want to come to the United States because they love America. They want to bring Honduras to the United States. And if they love Honduras so much that they're waving the flag outside of the U.S. uh, um, border, then why don't they just stay there? They have no credible claims for asylum. They know it. And according to, again, multiple reporters embedded with them, they have admitted it. They're not even trying. But I want to go back to Democrats on Capitol Hill. Senator Ben Cardin of Maryland was on with CNN, declaring that the reason for this chaos outside the border, the reason for this assault on the border, the reason for the rock attacks, the reason for the for the pepper spray, the reason for all of this, is Donald Trump. 
It's Trump policies. It's Trump's problem. He's the one who is making all of this happen, according to uh, Ben Cardin. Now, I want you to listen. Even the liberal CNN anchor doesn't buy this as you listen to the lies coming from the lips of Democrat Senator Ben Cardin. You have to hear this. You have people who are fleeing horrible circumstances in their own country. Many fear their own lives. They have legitimate concerns about their safety. They want to seek asylum in the United States. There's a process that needs to be followed for that. The Trump administration is not following those those guidelines. So they're making the, the circumstances worse. And here we look at children get being subjected to tear gas. That's the United States causing that. That's outrageous. Did, did, did you hear that? The United States caused the tear gassing of children. United States, sitting here, minding our own business, going about our daily business, a bunch of people show up at our door, start attacking us, started throwing rocks at us. We have to get them back away from our door. So we use tear gas, and it's the United States that caused this. That's lie and delusion number one from Democrat Senator Ben Cardin. There's much, much more. That's the United States causing that, because I think people, other people will look at that and say, these are 500 migrants who broke the law by rushing the border, by storming that wall there don't they have responsibility there's a better there's a better way to handle this the united states has caused the the trump policies has caused the anxiety at the border there's a the trump policies have caused the anxiety at the border trump policies well let's think about that for a moment what are the trump policies trump policies are Respect our border. We're a sovereign nation. We do not have a revolving door on our border with another nation through which you can come and go as you please. We have rules of law. And we expect those rules to be followed. If you choose not to follow them, we are not going to welcome you into our country. There it is. That's the Trump policy. The Trump policy at the border is to respect the border, and that's creating anxiety among illegal immigrants who wish to rush that border. And we're supposed to be worried, Democrat Senator Ben Cardin, about the anxiety that these people feel as they attempt to break our laws? That's President Trump's fault? President Trump's policies are responsible for illegal immigrants in other countries storming our border and attacking our border patrol? You really said that out loud? Here's more. Orderly process that should have been used. Should we fix our immigration system? Absolutely. But this administration's made no effort to fix our immigration system. There it is. That's the money line. But this administration's made no effort to fix our immigration system. I, I'm just... I'm sometimes at a loss to explain how it is that the American left, Democrat elected officials like this, shouldn't be just thrown in prison, to be quite honest with you. I mean, I know we can't because we do have free speech in America and you're not even, you're not supposed to be sentenced to prison just for lying. But I kind of feel like if you're an elected official, 
and you are impacting American law, if you're impacting uh, the security or the lack of security for the United States of America, and you're going to sit there on national television and lie so blatantly, I feel like there should be please, some repercussions. Please. But this administration's made no effort to fix our immigration system. This administration has made no effort to fix our, administ- admin- uh, our immigration system. I want somebody to ask Ben Cardin this question. Where were you, Senator? Senator Ben Cardin has been a senator since 2008, I believe. Yes. He, he, was, he took over. He was a, a congressman from 1987 to 2007, so he's a career politician from Maryland. So he's been in the Senate since 2008. That means he was there a year ago when President Trump unveiled what I don't like, by the way, so just to be clear about this, But when the president unveiled what he referred to as his four pillars to fix the immigration system. You remember this, right? Border security was pillar number one. And that means building our wall, creating a $25 billion trust fund for the border wall system with ports of entry and exit in it, and northern border improvements as well. Pillar number two was DACA, legal status for DACA recipients including a 10- to 12-year path to citizenship with work and education requirements. That's the part of it, by the way, I did not like. Pillar 3, the diversity lottery would be eliminated. Pillar 4, chain migration would be eliminated as well. People would not be allowed to come to this country simply based on their family uh, uh, relationships with those who are here. There would be a merit system in place. The president offered a four-point plan to reform our immigration system, and people like Ben Cardin go on CNN and This administration's made no effort to fix our immigration system. How how do they get away with that? I'm just, you know, there's just, I understand we have disagreements. I feel one way, a liberal feels another way. I feel the correct way, a progressive feels the diff- a different way. Yeah, that's usually how it is. I get it. But to just sit there and bald-faced lie in such a way, this administration has done nothing to try to fix the immigration issues. Well, let's see. Let's look at the number of proposals that the president has put forth and then finally settling on a four-pillar plan to grant DACA protection for the DACA uh, recipients. And, by the way, for what, another... Two and a half times on top of that, or no, two two times on top of that, um, people who are DACA age but did not participate in the plan, they did not sign up for it, we're going to give them protection too. We're going to allow 1.8 million illegal immigrants here to stay here as a part of this deal, and all you have to do is sign off on it, Ben Cardin and other Democrats, to build our border wall so we don't have a whole bunch more illegal immigrants coming in here. And he, they, of course, said no and now says the Trump administration hasn't offered anything. This this is the kind of thing that just cannot stand. But again, you say President Trump has caused this. Those migrants, the some 5,000 migrants, many of them at a stadium, they're the ones who chose to march up from Central America. They're waiting at that stadium now. Those 500 migrants are the ones that chose to rush the border. What? Even the CNN anchor, how about that? Even the CNN anchor won't accept this ridiculous uh, messaging, this ridiculous statement by Democratic Senator Ben Cardin. That's the kind of thing that we're talking. Again, in our newscast at the bottom of the hour, perhaps you heard it at 9.30, you heard our news anchor talking about the most recent poll and how the president's disapproval rating 
is is at its highest point of his presidency. Some 60% disapprove of the job that he's doing. His approval rating down to 39%, about four points higher than his record low of 35%. How much of the lying and the, the misrepresentation of facts from A, Democrats like Ben Cardin, and B, the mainstream news networks that give them all of this cover, how much of that do you think you know has to do with that coverage? How can the president possibly get a fair shake from the American people if the American people are being lied to on a regular basis? You wonder why people flock to conservative talk radio, programs like this one, programs like the uh, phenomenal nationally syndicated uh, uh, programs that we have here with Salem. You wonder why they flock to Fox News. Why is Fox News... Why is Fox News getting triple the ratings of CNN and MSNBC combined? Why is Hannity far and away the most watched uh, cable news program? Why is Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram and all the rest of them doing the same? Because people are hungry for truth. And they are tired of being lied to by the likes of the Washington Post, by the likes of the New York Times, by the likes of MSNBC and usually CNN trying to paint this as something that it's not. The Trump administration is evil. The Trump administration is tear-gassing women and children for sport. This is the story they're trying to tell you. And you wonder why the uh, uh, Trump approval rating is so low. Carol is a first-time caller, I'm told, from Parma. Carol, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you aboard. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. I I have just a few things I'd like to say. First, Mm -hmm. I'd like to say nobody pulled me on uh, President Trump's approval rating, and uh, he has my vote in uh, in uh, his next election if he chooses to run. And uh, I'd like to say about the the people that are flocking over the trying to flock, come over the border like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's a, that is an invasion. This is a war. That's a war. That's not uh, an invasion. That's a war. And our troops belong on that border. They belong on that border with those people. Those people do not belong here. They're coming here to tear our government down. This is exactly what they're doing. They're invading our country. They're spreading out over our country. And they will be voting in our country. And they are tearing our government down. But people don't realize it. And you know what? I get very, very, I'm an old lady. And I get very upset. When I listen to all this, I listen to this, I start with you in the morning, and I end with um, that other guy, Medford, or whatever his name is, and then I turn on Fox News. And uh, this is the only, they're the only ones that actually tell the truth. I do not watch CNN. I stopped watching CNN when the election started. I don't watch either. I just watch the local news occasionally. Mm-hmm. But... I, this this does upset me that we can't do anything about this. It upsets me that somebody like me, uh, I'm 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 older, I'm a, and, and and I'm listening to all this going on, but there's nothing I can do. Why can't we do well, something about this? Well, uh, let me say this: uh, I I share every bit of your frustration and your and your anger. Um, it upsets me too. I am a getting old man, uh, and uh, and I see all of this too, and I wonder what is happening to my country. But but when you That's say right. what can I when you say what can I do? What you can do is exactly what you're doing now. 
and not just here, but you have to continue to shine the light of truth in places where it is hidden. Uh, calling programs like this, listening to programs like this, and all the others that you talk about, sharing that information with others who don't understand it. Sometimes it can lead to disagreements. Sometimes it can lead to perhaps even arguments from people. Oh, yeah. But 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 in truth, you know, you watch the right networks, you listen to the right radio shows. Not everybody does. They're getting the fake news from the wrong places and. The only thing we can do, honestly, Carol, is we can try to educate these people, try to bring them along with us so that they can listen to the other sides of the story that the mainstream media and the lying American left do not want you to hear. Well, I'm sure that you know, then, that there are people who don't even know what's going on. Who of course. Don't even, when I talk to some people, they look at me and they laugh and they just go on with their business. They're playing their bingo or whatever they're doing out there, you know. And uh, they have no concept of what's going on. But this is what is happening. They're coming in here like that, and they're going to get in here. They've been getting here. I lived out there for 23 years, and I know they've been coming over for years. This is not new, but not in this large amount. And and they just melt right in with 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 uh, the Americans, and uh, they... They have jobs. They get jobs, and uh, they they live here. That's all. And well, you're, you're right. You're right about them getting jobs, Carol. And the thing you said in the beginning part of your comment and your call, and I'm going to let you loose here because I, I've got to get to a break yeah, here. And I want to yeah, say thank you for your call. Okay. But keep listening to the rest of my response, and you feel okay. free to call back again. I'm glad you called this first time, and I hope you do again because I need to hear from more people like you. And you have the benefit of life experiences and wisdom uh, behind what you say. But one of the first things he said was they're going to come here and they're going to vote. And that is the end game. That's why the liberal Democrats are so committed to this. Are they committed to it because they give a rat's rip about what's happening in Honduras to these people? No. They care because they know that if they get them here and then they get uh, uh, eventually get voting rights for these people, that they're going to vote Democrat because that's what the demographics suggest in, of people in this country of that heritage. That is just the bottom line. They know full well that the vast majority of minorities vote Democrat for reasons that are still a mystery to almost everybody, but they know that that's the case, and every 5,000 that they get through the border, every 5 million that they get through over the course of a couple of years, they know that eventually, when somebody who is weaker than President Trump is president and is able to uh, get the opportunity to sign into law that these people get voting rights, they know that they will be in power forever. Thanks so much for the call, Carol. You call back again soon. Back after this. Nine fifty six. Now the Bob France Authority continuing. AM fourteen twenty. The answer. Daniel Horowitz will be joining us coming up after the top of the hour. Senior editor at Conservative Review. You can also see him on CRTV. And you really should read his book, Stolen Sovereignty. We will talk about those unelected judges transforming America, including the um, dog whistle, if you will, by Chief Justice John Roberts, essentially telling more of his activist judge friends to be activists on the bench. Uh, but we'll talk about that with Daniel Horowitz, as well as, of course, the caravan and the lies emanating from south of the border. Let's go to Cleveland and say good morning to Jan next on AM 1420, The Answer. Hi, Jan. Thanks for waiting. Go uh, ahead. Hi. 
I, you know, do you remember when Barack Obama said, "Don't listen to uh, Rush Limbaugh"? Yes. You know, if 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 uh, if Trump said something like that, they'd be all all over him as a tyrant. And personally, I always thought uh, Barack Obama had a tyrannical tone to his voice. And uh, I agree with your uh, last caller. I get frustrated. What makes me feel better is that the Republican Party has so many really intelligent people. And either the Democrats are real stupid or they have lied so much that they actually believe their own lie. And they, I think it's the latter. I think it's the latter, Jan. Don't underestimate them. They're not stupid. They're evil. And I don't mean every Democrat is evil. I really don't want to paint with that broad brush. That would be a Democrat thing to do. But the ones that we're talking about that are telling these lies publicly, people like Ben Cardin and others, these people are not dumb. Democrats are just they're mean-spirited and they're power-hungry, and that power-hunger leads them whatever to do evil things. That, bingo, right. whatever it takes, including evil things. So, no, they're not yeah. dumb. They're, they're, they're just, uh, uh, it, would be a, it would be a mistake, I think, if we underestimated that. Well, wh- where, where do you uh, stack up uh, Sherrod Brown as far as uh, who they're considering as putting up for 2020? Sherrod Brown, Sherrod Brown, on the flip side, is kind of dumb. Uh, I, I, I really do think that he thinks that because he won his election, or this race rather, against Jim Renacci in, a, in, a, in, a, in an election in which uh, Republicans swept no the Ohio races, he thinks, well, look at that. Look how popular I am. Um, if he thinks that he can possibly run a campaign nationally the way he did in Ohio against Jim Renacci, outspending him 12 to 1 uh, on television dollars and putting all of these lying attack ads saying Renacci didn't pay taxes and Renacci this and that and the other thing, uh, if he thinks that would fly on the national stage and that he could run for president, I honestly, I, 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 think, I think Sherrod Brown is kind of dumb, and I hope he runs too because it'll just muddy the waters over yeah. on the Democrat side. Okay, take care, Bob. Thank you, Jan. I appreciate the phone call. I haven't talked about that. I, I intended to, but, uh, but yeah, Sherrod Brown is legitimately considering running for president. Uh, somebody got it in his head that you're popular. Like, look what you did. You won in a red state. You won your election over Jim Renacci. Um, and, uh, and, and he thinks again that, that somehow that means he's popular enough to run on the national stage. He won the election over Jim Renacci. First of all, it was so much closer than anybody realizes or understands. In fact, Renacci, uh, uh, said something about this. I, I think it was a tweet or a Facebook comment that I saw a couple of days ago, uh, in which he kind of pointed this out. He said, does Sherrod Brown realize how close this race was? Uh, especially compared to his last, or wait, actually when he, uh, unseated, um, incumbent, uh, Mike DeWine. Does he have any idea how close this was? And considering how much more he spent and the tactics that he used, um, he's, he's lucky to be sitting in a Senate seat now. And he thinks somehow that this is going to be a, a platform to him or to run for president. I hope he does, because I really do. I, 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 there are very few people that I, that I think who are Democrats, like I said, who aren't just, you know, who aren't dumb but are evil. I think he's one that I think is kind of dumb. Daniel Horowitz is the opposite of that. He's brilliant, and he'll join us next right here on AM 1420, The End. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.